0: what's up guys today we're going to be going through the upcoming feature location altar of death it is a game breaking location uh if you can remember Lamentus one from last season where everyone felt like that was just a a breaking the game type location and if you didn't have xyz you were going to feel left out i don't feel that it's exactly the same because there are more uh, cards that you can utilize with it and more accessible cards you can utilize with it but it's a big deal. If you're going to ignore the location, you're going to be behind uh, the people that aren't ignoring the location. So we're going to break down some of the best cards, some of the best decks, some of the decks that exist that can get better just by a few changes. And I'm going to throw in one uh, unique new deck in this, uh, which is featuring Nick Fury. So if you're looking for something new with Nick Fury, you might might find it in this video. So catch in it and hope you guys enjoy the breakdown. Uh, as I said, Alter Death. Incredible, really fun card um, gonna bring in some light to some cards that you might not you might have to dust off you know a little bit who maybe you didn't see it enough played enough uh, but the first one that comes to mind for me is Deadpool uh, the ability to have a one cost character that you can repeat it like literally on repeat play to alter death get plus two energy next turn and then it comes back to your hand and it gets buffed in power. This, without a doubt, this is the best card I think for <laughs> Alter of Death. Like, even if you just go turn one, play Deadpool, get to you get you know you get three power or you get three energy on turn two. Well, on turn two you can just Deadpool again and play a two drop, and then on turn three you now have five energy, so now you can just do all sorts of crazy things. Uh, but even at that point, now your one is eight power uh, along with you stayed even on par with being able to play a 2 and a 3 or a 2 and a 4 the entire game, and you didn't, like, lose anything because you still have this one-cost deadpool that you can just play again. Um, That's the craziest thing. I think this guy is going to be insane the next few days. I think it's possible that you could just play this in every single deck, and it, like, it's completely fine um, because of just just how powerful it is. Uh, The the, the ability to just pay a 1 double, double my power, um, and then keep moving on, like, so good, uh, one of the best cards for sure, um, and I, I, yeah, so, these are some of the things I was talking about, so it says ultra best cards, there's only 12 of them here, there's more than this, but these are some of the ones that, like, came to mind that are going to fit into different archetypes right away, or the cards that, like, most archetypes are already playing, uh, which is a strong notable feeling as well, is that some of these cards are, already good cards in the metagame but they're really good with Alter because they're going to give you something and then give you more uh when you play them so hood you know normally it's a one cost negative two power that you combo and you get you know you get to play your carnage or something like that and you get to play something over it yada yada well you don't have to do that anymore now you can just play your for one get your hood or get your demon and then get plus two energy next turn and you can do whatever you want with that energy which is great, uh, because it's really good, like you don't have to worry about this negative two, you don't have to worry about drawing carnage, you don't have to worry about any of those things uh you're just gonna get your plus two energy and then you're gonna have your demon for later, which is awesome. We already talked about Deadpool, Nova' is another one, Nova might be more of a setup card for the the end game, but it's still like let's say on turn five, you know you just want to Nova buff all your cards in play and then get plus two energy back uh that's a that's a strong turn five play for whatever else you're doing and it sets up your turn 6 play to have eight energy to do all sorts of things. So I also believe what you'll end up seeing here is you'll end up seeing like uh, similar to where the um you know the decks are right now with like playing Sarah or playing Mr. Negative and just like playing a bunch of cards on turn 6 and 7 if you have magic etc. um you're going to see some of that stuff going on now also where you're going to play this little card or maybe like a little card and like a four or something like that on five, but it's going to buff you energy, give you eight energy, but the rest of the game you might not necessarily be doing anything with. And these, once again, there are all sorts of ways to use Alter of Death. Uh, that's why I pick these specific cards of, of targeting and like showing off the ability and power that different game styles can utilize it with. This is just another one of those things. Um you're gonna see though you're gonna see these decks that have eight energy on the final turn and they'll just be like yep i'll just do these like you know i'll play two threes a two i'll play four twos if i had a sarah or something like that because you could very easily have paid or played a card on four onto altar and then on five you could have played sarah and nova buff your sarah buff whatever's in play and then on turn six you have eight energy with sarah and like five cards in your hand you probably just play them all like that's absolutely going to happen people are going to do it so like it's another you know just important little thing that like low one cost cards that give you benefit even like iceman you know rocks uh you know korg uh yandu all of those cards are they're fine they're they're going to benefit you they're going to give you something or take something away from your opponent and then you're going to get plus 2 energy back which is not always ideal you're not going to do this every single turn Unlike Deadpool, where Deadpool can do it every single turn, um, I didn't even get the same dude yet. But you're not wrong, my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, there's just a lot of ways to use this. Uh, so Bucky, ooh, not well, well. Fine, we'll talk about Wolverine. Wolverine's a, a very interesting one. So Wolverine, you can play it. You'll destroy it. It'll go to another part on the map, or stay right there. Ideally, it'll stay right there, and then you'll still get your two energy. So that's also like a really sweet one. Uh Because you get to, you know, this stays in play. It's three power, which is great. And then you get two energy. Awesome. You get to just play into your turn four and do whatever the hell you want with it with the extra energy on turn four or like whenever you're playing this card in general. Um, but that's a great one. Uh, and then, of course, the Bucky Barnes. So the Bucky Barnes will come in. Bucky will die. He'll pop out the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier will be a six power card on altar, which is great. You get to freely do it. And you get your two energy for the following turn. So, very solid there. Mysterio is another interesting one. So, Mysterio spreads itself out on the board, but it does play each copy individually, as shown by, like, um, oh my god, Bishop and Angela and things like that. You know, like, all three of those cards do get played. So, when they all get played, that means the dead copy that you're going to put over on altar just gets to blow up, and you just get your two energy back for the following turn. So, I think Mysterio is going to be pretty sweet. Uh, P.S. For anyone, this is my least, my, like my least favorite card ever because I cannot get boosters. I played this card so often and so much, and I literally have not ever been able to acquire the boosters to get it to infinite. It's it's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, so of course Brood, you know your surfer players are you're going to be fine. You know you have multiple ways. You know most likely you have Storm and things like that also. But Brood uh, is another perfect card on three. It's not like super ideal because you don't get all three copies of this. But what you get is you get a brood on there, which means you get to you know, crap out your your broodlings. So you get end up you end up getting four power on it, and then you just this guy dies, and that's fine. He dies, but you get two energy the next turn. So this might end up being another stellar way to set up your turn sixes if you don't have Sarah. You might just be able to play brood, put four power onto it, and then have the ability oops, sorry. And then have the ability to have eight energy with your surfer deck on the final, on like on the final turn, which is pretty powerful for surfer decks if they're able to play you know that many cards um electro all there's a lot of ramp decks out there there's ramp decks there's galactic decks uh there's even like just leech decks like all of these different decks that utilize ramping well electro's biggest issue is the fact that he stays in play and only allows you to play one card well now you just put him in play you pop him he gets his plus one energy max energy return and then he just gets to die. So, like, this guy's really good. Uh, specifically, like, the Galaxy decks or the Galactus decks are I'll play my Deadpool on one, I'll blow up my Deadpool, I'll get three energy. I'll play my Electro on two. Um, he's gonna pop, he's gonna give me two energy, and he's gonna give me another max energy. So that means on turn three, you're gonna have six energy, which means on turn three you can play Galactus, which is You know, other than like Project Pegasus and things like that, it's not really possible. But the other strong suit of that is that you were able to Galactus and you were able to um, keep your max energy and just disrupt the whole game. (laughs) like So, and you have nothing in play. So, like, you can't, like, lose the arrow and things like that. Uh, At that point in the game, your opponent doesn't have leader or doesn't have ways to copy, you know. So, you can kind of change your Galactus deck in general to just take away your opponent's ability to play cards after that, um, I think it's gonna be, I think it's, Galactus is gonna be pretty good for the next couple days, in my opinion, and Electro in general, with Ramp, like I said, you know, you blow this up on three, Well, it means, on turn three, you're playing a six drop, so, you know, whatever that six drop is, Doom, you know, it, like, it doesn't even matter, it could be any six drop in the game, and it's very powerful, because you're still gonna have another energy, uh, so on turn three, you're gonna have six energy, on turn four, you're gonna have five energy, so you'll still be able to do your leeches, your Dr. Dooms, you know, your uh, Professor X's, like, any of those things you're still able to do on five, uh, and then still have more energy, or I'm sorry, on four, and then on more, uh, you'll be able to play a six on five, and then you'll be able to play a six on six. And that's not even saying that you're not, like, doing Deadpool shenanigans or whatever the shenanigans to play more cards more effectively. Uh, so then, of course, gotta you always have to mention, like, the Storms and the Rhinos, uh, Professor X's and things like that, like, all these cards are important in games like this. If, like, you're not into, I don't want to play an Alter of Death and blow up on my cards and do, I don't want my opponent to be able to do it, playing Storm is always the best thing ever. Uh, you get Storm in there, she comes in, she just ruins the location, ruins their plans. Uh, obviously, similar to, like, a Cosmo or something like that, it would be really important to have priority to not give your opponent the energy they're expecting. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people are going to be playing around these games, expecting to get that extra energy if they're going to play on that on that location so when you're storming if you have priority if your priority i would suggest snapping uh because your opponent is probably they're they're making a play to get more energy for the next turn so the moment that you storm and take that away their plans have already been shifted uh which means you're already probably ahead in the game more than likely all right so for our fours jubilee once again uh much like luke's bar Jubilee is a phenomenal card for this. For four, you get to come her in, you get to blow her up, she goes away, you get your two energy for the following turn, and then you get the card that you put on there, uh, and it stays there, which is awesome because <laughs> that's, that's really good. You know, whatever you're jubileeing is hopefully good enough to win you the location because the location is not going to be super ideal to play into and play on. Uh, you know, There are other cards that can allow you to do it in armor and colossus and things like that, um, and some of the other ones that we named, like Wolverine, but this is a card, a way for other decks to cheat in something and still get value out of it, uh, which is why we're mentioning her. Ghost Rider is a very, another interesting one, so discard decks, are gonna be able to kind of, like, discard and do whatever they want, and then, like, if you want, you can just Ghost Rider to, to the location, your Ghost Rider is gonna blow up, you're gonna get two energy, but then you're gonna get to bring back, you know, one of those cards you discarded, uh, and once again, it's kind of the same thing with the Jubilee situation, where, like, you're hoping that power, is enough to win you a game, or win you that lane. And then my last one's Crystal, Um, and this isn't the last one, it's just the one that I had in the, you know, in the cycle here, Uh, but Crystal, I think, is important because there's going to be a lot of ways to just, like, spill your hand, Uh, and, you know, I think the Zabu decks that play Crystal are going to have this way to recover uh, a way to do that. You know, you can very easily, like, just spill your hand into the Altar of Death, Get all this energy, and you need to figure out what you're gonna do with that energy. Uh, so a lot of times, if, if you're that type of deck, you're gonna need a way to refill your hand. And crystal is a perfect way to do that. You know, it's only three cards, but you know, if this is the last card you play, you don't have any cards in your hand. You get to refill, and that means on the next turn, you might go into the next turn with a bunch of energy, uh, and then four new cards uh, as opposed to not having any cards. So I think crystal is gonna be a pretty solid way to, to refill your hand. Obviously, there's also Moon Girl um, can play a little. It would play a little differently you know, you would have to basically set up the Moon Girl, you know, on, like, two or three, depending on what how like, you did your energy, um, and things like that, but if you can Moon Girl, copy your hand, and then the following turn, play a bunch of things to you assert yourself with a bunch of energy, and then the following turn, just, like, you know, you have, you know, ten energy, whatever you, like, whatever, whatever the number that you think is correct, you know, you could definitely do it with Altar of Death, um, so having a way to refill your hand like Crystal, like, um, like Crystal and, like, Moon Girl is going to be pretty important to those types of styles. But I think that's, like, the most interesting thing is, like, I'm not even saying that these are the best 12 cards. Like, that's not even what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, like, these 12 cards, when you play them, will give you advantage in some ways in decks that were already being played. Uh, aside from probably Deadpool, I mean, like, yeah, I've seen Deadpool and things, but I think now is, like, he should be in, like, all of those things. So if we, you know, we go and we look... Um, I will finish this, so, just to mention, you know, like, like you said, the, um, Sabretooth, right, Sabretooth is pretty great, he's a three, right, I'm just gonna, yeah, so Sabretooth is another one, you, you said it earlier in chat, um, it's great, you know, it comes in for three, you get to blow it up. And then it becomes a, a zero, which is awesome. Because that means now you can, in theory, uh, just play this every single turn on that location for free. Much like the Wasp and things like, well, this is better than the Wasp, obviously. Like, the first time, it cost you. So, like, uh, if you Deadpool on one, blow up Deadpool, get three energy. Sabretooth on two, uh, get two energy. Now you're going to have a free Sabretooth every you know for the rest of the game uh, that can just net you two energy every turn. That's an incredible combo uh To to say the least, you're just gonna be able to constantly ramp and have these like this extra power and ability. I think it's definitely one of the you know, a really powerful card to utilize. Um, filters. So, obviously, what are we gonna ramp into, right? Um, there's a lot of really powerful cards to ramp into. Leech is one I like to always point out. If you, you know, you are there are gonna be scenarios where you can leech on three now. Uh, that's really good. You know, if your opponent's just not, you know, matching what you're doing on of Death and you leech on three, chances are they got a pretty okay hand and you're you're going to hurt them. Uh, it's not going to be great for them. You're just going to take away Panther Hand and just put them in top deck mode. Um, I'm going to talk about Nick Fury in a, a in a deck that we're going to talk about in a moment. I think Nick Fury might finally have some... Uh, have, have a day or two to shine. Um, I'm not saying that, like... It's going to be like some Tier 1 deck, but I think if you've been looking to play Nick Fury, this card might be really fun on this location. Uh, for some of the reasons I had just mentioned. Obviously, buffing into Vision is always good, because Invision can just move over there, and you're going to have a card. Um, Sarah is another one, like, yes, so you could build a deck to constantly his altar of Death and, you know, constantly gives you extra energy, but you can also just build the deck to play Sarah on three, and then from the rest of the point in the game, not ha- like you can then take away the location from your opponent. If your opponent's if your opponent's plan is to come over the top and play all these things on turns four, five, and six, if you can turn three Sarah, that means on turn four you can like storm the location and then remove that lines like those lines of plays from your opponent, which I think is pretty powerful. So you'll still have a benefit from turn you know turn four five and six technically just with Sarah. Uh, and you'll be taking their their whole ability away to play the end game with altar. Um, I think that's pretty important. Uh, Professor X is a great thing to to buff into, uh, specifically once again if you can find a way to give yourself priority uh, in other lanes playing this. If your opponent doesn't have the extra buff from altar, you know if they're not utilizing it as good, playing Professor X on the altar might be enough to win the game. Obviously, you might have to play. Um, some ways to buff him or some, you know, some other things, but the point is that you can definitely get away with it, uh, if your opponent just isn't prepared to deal with or handle with that, so I always kind of enjoy those things. I mean, obviously, I think the zero decks, you know, with Red Skull are still going to be fine. You're going to be able to, to buff out Red Skull earlier and then find a ways to, you know, you can just zero him and things like that. Like, you're going to have all these decks have the ability now right now to get extra energy which means it's going to be easier to do these niche plays where you're like oh I have to do it in this set order or on this turn and I'm telegraphing and things like that like because of the way the energy works uh you're that's not true anymore so you're going to be able to like really abuse and create these board states that just are unheard of uh which is (laughs) which is really fun of course magic once again same thing same same kind of concept if you just want to take it away but you are giving another turn so it's it is, but it isn't necessarily a combo, but some of the decks, maybe it's good enough. Um, and then for sixes, you know, I, I can't say it enough. Like, all these things are great, you know? Um, obviously, I think Galactus is going to be pretty good. Death is another one of those cards that, like, potentially might be an auto-collude in every deck if you have it. It's probably not going to hurt you. It's very likely you're going to be able to play it. So, like, just play it, you know? um doom is great because doom you can spread out your power you can put fives on each side you can put five on the altar which is might be enough to win it uh things like that of course magneto is always powerful moving and shifting like if they're all in on their brood play on the altar and then you just you know bring it you just magneto the brood off of it well then now they might not have another way to get power onto that so that's kind of important to note cards like arm and zola great you know you're you're ramping into these things that your opponent, you know, can't contend with uh, if they're not kind of doing the same thing. So when that's happening, you know, Armandzola is great for those things as well because then you can just like play your big thing, and then the next turn you just play your Armin Zola, spread it out to both, you know, both sides, and then you're ahead on both of those lanes and you're winning the game that way. Um, Ultron in like your Patriot decks and your Brood, like like Ultron might be a good finisher for those decks. Not that I'm not saying that he's not already, but he might be a little bit better with a location like this uh as you're playing the rest of the game setting up your other lanes and then like your final turn is ultron put 12 power over there or 15 power over there you know with your um you know all of your random buffs that you're giving these these one drops so uh you know a ton of these are all great you know i think that's the important thing here is that so many of these cards are so good even destroyer like destroyer might be okay because like you might be able to play destroyer when you don't even have anything else in play yet so, you're just putting 15 power on the board on like turn three uh, if you electrode on two and things like that. So, getting that out there now, granted, shang chis a card, right? Like, we have to respect Shang-Chi a little bit. But the point is, is that you can easily put 15 power out there. So, you can easily, you know, create these board states where you Professor X a lane, uh, win the lane of Professor X, and then set the rest of the game up for Destroyer. So, I think even the Destroyer decks are going to be pretty good in the coming days as well. Um, so, yeah that's all the cards that were, that come to mind immediately, right? Like I can sit here all day and probably find a reason why like, you know, um, why most of these cards are good. Uh, and and there, there's plenty of merit for those things. You know, there's there's just these powerful cards, like even Agent 13 is another one drop I missed. Like it gives you a card back, etc. You know, Nightcrawler can move to it it's all of these things have different abilities and different powers, um, that are all going to be, you know, most of them are respectable to, to try out on this location. I just think that most of these and some of the other ones that I named are, they're like extra bonus benefits throughout the entirety of the game. And I think that's the most important thing, uh, to note and really kind of deal with, but I'm going to walk through some of the decks now, uh, and along with like kind of I'm not saying like it's a brand new deck but it's a deck that I specifically made for the location just to like really attempt to do something that you don't really get to do in a normal game state um and this is gonna be a little bit different so all right so uh the first thing we're gonna do is talk about the new deck so I'm calling this the altar of fury uh it's very different I have not played a game with it yet because I I I don't think this deck works without (laughs) altar uh Hopefully it's not, like, irredeemable, um, but you're definitely all in on, like, seeing Altar of Death with this particular list. You're not doing, like, you might be able to steal some games out of it, but you might have to make some other sacrifices. Like, you know, you might not be able to play Wolverine, you might have to play, like, a Sarah or something, or, um, maybe a Moon Girl. I'm not, I'm not sure. you have to play a way to mutilize Quinjet more, um... Or it's either that, or you have to save like Quinjet and then play Mystique so you can Mystique or Quinjet, things like that. But the whole point of this deck is Nick Fury and his ability to get three six cost cards. And then with those six cost cards, uh, A, obviously you have Collector and then you have Quinjet, so the six cost cards will only cost five. And then you have cards like Wasp, Yellow Jacket, and Deadpool that you can play the entire game, uh, you know, the Wasp and the Yellow Jacket. Are, I probably should have Sabertooth in here also just as another way to like truly get as much energy as possible uh, To like just lay out all of our six drops that we get from Fury And of course um, White Queen and Agent Colson are also going to be giving us things I definitely wanted to play a deck that was utilizing the, the shield guys a little bit um, Obviously, I've never played a game with Agent Colson. I played a bunch of games with Nick Fury uh, In in like my my baby account because they gave us Nick Fury and uh he's really good in series one and series two like he's, he's actually really powerful uh but he's not the same in in series three series four series five uh but I do believe that this is a really fun way to utilize him obviously you're always gonna get new card you're, you're gonna have to play differently every game because you don't know what cards you're gonna get with this character but the point is that you get three fives uh, you probably play Nick Fury, I'd say on on most games on turn three, so that means on turns four, five, and six you have a, like you're figuring out how do I play these six drops that I got um, to the best of my ability with Quinjet because like I said there will be five with Quinjet. So because of that, you know you play cards like Wash, you play cards like Yellow Jacket, Hood gets you a six, you know a one cost six card, well it's actually a zero cost six power with Quinjet. Deadpool you're playing the whole game just to continuously pump him up and eventually you know, try and win a lane with him at the end of the game. Um, death will just constantly being ticked down because of all the ways that you have to freely get rid of stuff. And cards like Coulson, White Queen, and Nick Fury, the whole game are refilling your hand. So it shouldn't be that difficult to be able to have plays the entire game. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> as we go through it, I don't know if this deck is going to work, but it really does seem a lot of fun and it's going to create games that your opponent can't predict. Because uh, you're, you know, you're not playing this, like, this meta deck. You're not playing this clear-cut winning deck. You're creating random cards. Like, your opponent really can never predict what you're doing, which is always a good thing for you when you're snapping and things like that because your opponent can't just plan for you to have the obvious. Like, you know, it, maybe, I don't know. It's it, it should be fun. I think it's be little, really interesting. So, like I said, we have Wasp at zero. She's in there to to freely buff us. We have Yellowjacker for the exact same thing. We have Hood to, for for the ability to get the demon, uh, get the free power. We have Deadpool to constantly get back every single turn to always have a way to play on altar so we can always ramp up. It's just like a constant Lotus pedal the entire game that just becomes ginormous. We have Quinjet, of course, to make all of our new cards that didn't start in our hand uh, cost one less, which is really important. Uh, collector, which might be... I'm sure there's games where Collector's going to be great, and then I'm sure there's games where like you're like, why did I play collector? Uh, but it's similar to like why you would play Morbius in discard is that the way this deck is built, um, especially with this is, yeah. So especially with Deadpool, like you know you'll have the collector, you'll have even if your turn three plays play collector somewhere else, play Deadpool again. Well, that I means on turn like a your collector's immediately a two two, your Deadpool will just net you two energy, so you're gonna have your five energy. And then, like, your next turn is just play Nick Fury um, on turn five. Like, that's fine. Like, you're going to play Nick Fury on five. You're going to – this is going to go to a plus – this is going to be a 2-5 at that point, And you're going to have your sixes in plays and things like that. So, there's going to be games where he's going to be great. There's going to be games where he's not great. And I think that's, like – that's an okay thing to have. Uh, Wolverine, I think, right now – I like the idea that you can play him. He, he get your energy, you blow up, and he goes to another spot. So, you're not, like, constantly losing power on the board. But I can also see this card in this particular deck maybe just being cut for something else um, and it not being that bad of a thing. Electro is for obvious reasons. You want to, we need the extra energy uh, every single turn to give us the best chance of playing out as many sixes as possible. So Electro fits that role so perfectly, especially in like games that we don't get the draw or Deadpool and we don't always have the extra energy and things like that. Having Electro on turn, you know, two or three is gonna be really, really awesome for us. Uh, theoretically, with the zeros, no, it doesn't really matter. Any of the ones will work, except obviously you're never, you're never gonna sacrifice Quinjet to Alter. That's not gonna happen. Uh, Agent Coulson's adding four and a uh, four and five cost to hand. No, we don't know what we're getting, but we know that that four and five costs are gonna should with Quinjet cost three and four. So we're getting value out of that. We're also getting cards from our hand, things like that. Um, White Queen is going to copy our opponent's play style. We're going to understand what their play is. And if they have a six, it gives us another option for our sixes throughout the game, which will cost five. It'll be less than theirs because of Quinjet. Uh, Nick Fury's we spoke about. gives us three random six cards, which all are going to cost five. We're hoping that we have the ability to play all three of them. That's kind of the plan. And then, of course, the end all be all is death. The whole game, we're destroying cards on average, we're going to destroy a million cards. And our opponent is going to destroy, you know, cards um, as well. So, like, on average, this is probably going to get down to, like, a two or three. It might not be, like, a straight six or something, uh, a six or a five or something like that. But uh, it's going to get down there. There's going to be enough cards destroyed in the game. You know, even if you just have Deadpool on one and Electro on two, like, that's, like, four or five cards right there. You're already looking at her costing four and things like that. So this is where I'm going to start. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a different type of game style that I have not played. As I said, like, I haven't played Fury in, like, on my main account ever. Um, I have, let's see. Yeah, like, you can see, I have literally (laughs) not played this in any which way. Uh, we have 20 boosters from it, which I guarantee you are from the collection track. (laughs) Like, this card's never seen play in my, in my account. Uh, Agent Colson, I just recently got from a cash zero boosters on that. So this is definitely me playing around with cards. This isn't I have I've played games with this, obviously. Not that many though on this account. I have 116 boosters. So this could be infinite, but um Yeah, so this is definitely a different type style of deck for the altar. Uh I think it's a lot of fun. We're gonna see what happens. What role do you think tech cards will should play? Does electricity a ton more? Because Uh, so, like, the problem with, um, Electra, right, is, so, the problem with Electra is that you'd have to guess correctly where the Deadpool's gonna be, um, whereas, like, I think, I think you could see, like, Killmonger being fine, like, as long as you're behind in priority, then Killmonger's gonna be great, right? Like, you'll be able to easily, um, kill their, take away their, their demons and their, Uh, their dead pools and things like that at the end of the game because they'll be ahead of you in priority as long as you can you know kind of present the game that way so your Killmonger goes out and wins you a game that's fine the Electra I don't know just because like the ability to play Electra and then shoot something that you have to guess is on the right lane that's a little more difficult a little more iffy as opposed to where Killmonger is going to guarantee killed if you're behind uh, same thing. I mean, electric doesn't kill if it's if you're if you're ahead also. So if you're ahead on priority, then the card's not as good. Um, no, I mean I think the tech cards you know are realistically going to be better. Are your storms, your rhinos, your Professor X's, uh, and things like that. I mean your Spider Man's maybe. You know I'm sure Spider Man's still really good. If <laughs> if if your opponent plays the altar of death and then your your play is uh, Spider Man absorbing man, take away the other two lanes. Uh, then like they can't win the game right <laughs> so uh i think that's really important to note um i don't know you know it's the tech cards are always going to be what they are the problem is is that you have to draw your one tech card or your two tech cards uh and they're you know most of these de- not all the decks but most of these decks are just going to be good period whereas like you're only going to be good into that location if you have your tech card which is why most of the time I like to play into the location rather than play against the location. Um, because you, if, if your deck just works with locations, your deck will always flow better. Uh, as opposed to where like, oh, my, leg, my deck wants to ignore that location. <clears throat> well, the problem with that is that if you want to build a deck that ignores a location, uh, and you're like, I'm just going to win the other two, etc. Well, that means if something goes wrong in those other two locations, like let's say it's Squirrels or you know, like, whatever it might be, then you're you're in you're even a worse deficit uh, in these games. So that's what I'm, I'm more worried about. I don't want to be in a prediction. I would rather play with the odds and know, okay, 40% of my games is going to have Alter of Death. So that means for 40% of my games, I don't want to be weak to that location. I want to be good or even, you know, or on par with that location so I'm not worried about it. But I do believe that most decks that are, like, they're planned for it, but still good decks will be the ones that excel the most, uh, which is what we're about to start talking about now. So, the um, this is my updated Galactus for the day. Uh, Deadpool is just an auto-include now. You know, you're <laughs> having a 1 cost that comes back to gets buffed that allows you to play Electro on 2, allows you to play Wave on 2. I don't know if you would play Wave on 2, but... Uh, you could you could play wave on two, play wave into the the uh, into it, which would make everything cost four, and then you would have enough uh, right because you would three four five yeah you, so you would have enough. So if you waved into the throne, then you can you know you can Galactus, which is great. Uh, you don't have to do that though; you can just play wave somewhere else, and then you know just it, it, the the it's there uh, for the combinations to get out leech early to get out Doc Ock early. Um, to always pretty much have death in the end game, You know, the only argument here that I thought about is not playing Sunspot and playing Hood over Sunspot for kind of the same reason as a way to, like, have two cards that I'm totally fine with just getting rid of Alter on one if Alter does flip on one. Uh, Sunspot's more there if you don't see Alter on one. You're also absolutely going to have energy left over at the end of the game, so, like, your Sunspot just might end up winning you a lane if you're not going to win through Galactus um but i do think galactus is one of those decks that plays so well into alter that this is like a good deck already or this is like a tier two deck already that with alter and like slightly correcting your deck and this might not be the best version of this like i might find out through the day of playing it that there's modifications that have to go but you know just making the deadpool change changes this deck dramatically whereas once again if you want it to go and say i'm gonna get rid of sunspot also for hood it's another layer of, of change because it means at the end of the game, you're going to have the ability to, like, Shang-Chi and, and your Deadpool for whatever power it is and your Sunspot for whatever power it is—or, I'm sorry, and your, and your Demon for, like, a ton of power that, like, isn't necessarily great to be leadered. Um, and on top of that, it's flooding, so you could just, like, play the weakest thing first so their leader is worse than you, all those things. Um, another thing is, like, maybe you don't need Chavez— but in a deck that you're going to accelerate with uh, early to where you're more likely to play Galactus early, having Chavez in your deck is preventing you from drawing it, which means you're more likely to draw the Galactus in the turns that you need it, uh, which is why we're kind of doing that. And when in doubt, you know, at the end of the game, Nine Power isn't the worst thing ever. But the same argument can be made is that instead of Shang-Chi, maybe we just don't just want to play um, Spider-Man. Uh, Maybe instead of Maximus, we just want to play Wolverine. You know, like, I think there's a lot of play with this deck in general uh, to where it's all going to be very, like, influential throughout the day of getting a feel for it. Like, maybe you just don't care about Scorpion as much and you just want to play Wolverine in that spot, you know, and things. Like, there's definitely options and choices to be made, but I do think that Galactus is going to be one of the better decks uh, the next couple of days, so... You might not have it, not everyone does have it, like, I don't know, 2% of the game might have it, but it's something that, like, the 2% of the game that has it might have more of a reason to play it, so maybe you see more of it while you're ladder climbing. Um, This is the obvious one, Barrow. Uh, This isn't even updated yet for what I would include. Obviously, you would just put Deadpool in this deck. Uh, You might, it sounds crazy, but you might not even play Carnage, uh, if I'm being completely honest. You might just play Sabretooth over Carnage. Uh, this way, you can set up these unbelievable turn sixes uh, to where you could have, like, a free saber tooth, um, you know, your wave goes off, and you have Arrow, She-Hulk, Leader, Death, like, you have all these things to do all these ridiculously crazy powerful plays that your opponent could just really never match correctly, um, and just just completely blow them out. I think this deck's going to be one of the most played decks. Uh, it's already a great deck. It's... it's a It's a very, very phenomenal deck. It just plays into people destroying their cards because it makes your death even more free. Um, Killmonger is going to be great in getting rid of pesky things that might be loading the board and things like that. If your opponent's trying to flood your board, you know, you still have the the death lock and things like that. It could be a reason why you could still play Carnage. But this deck just can be really powerful in general. Anytime that you have a location that has to do with destroy and there's a deck based on destroying things it's going to do good, so just be weary of it. You'll probably see this. This is a way more uh, sustainable deck that is in the metagame. You know, you don't need She-Hulk to play this deck. There's, You can easily refill that slot with other things. Um, so yeah, I think this is another one that you'll definitely see a plenty of. It's going to be very good. Uh, Surfer. I don't think Surfer gets any worse. Um, this is my version of the Surfer deck, Surfer in the Moon, uh, but even if we just look at the surfer 2.0 that we have somewhere laying around so we have this one um this deck is still very good because like i said it still just plays brood which is great uh you might be able to take consideration of not playing uh like scorpion and like you just play wolverine or something like that you know you, you also have storm so we don't do that maybe you just have storm so your turn your your both of your options are Storm and Brood to compete with Altar of Death. You have Juggernaut to keep them off Altar of Death and things like that. Um, you're going to have Killmonger to, to kind of ruin people's days. You know, you still have the overall power. You have the ability to utilize it by playing your Iceman on it, going up in power and things like that. Um, now, I do like you know this more combo-ish version. I think you might be able to change some things with this deck a little bit, but you would have Armor, you would have Brood... And then you'd still have the ability to have Zabu, um, get Zabu out. You have Moongirl to refill your hand. So if you just want to constantly be using the, uh, the Death's Altar for different things, like, you know, you might be able to set up a turn where you get to, uh, Moon Girl have two broods in your hand or something like that, play a brood, get your two energy, have two power, like have four power on there, play a surfer onto it, get the pump, get two energy, and then like the final turn, you might just like literally go off. So, um, lots of different... Different options for Surfer. I think Surfer is still very, very good, uh, and I would not discount it at all. <laughs> um, the Zabu Dracula stuff. This has been pretty standard in a lot of the meta game so far. You know, this deck's not bad into it either. You know, you're you're destroying stuff, which brings back. Uh, you would play Hella. Uh, no, Hella is discarded, right? So it's still just Ghost Rider. Bring. I don't know, discarded as well. Is Hella Destroy. Um, let me go real here real quick. No, it's also discarded. So, uh, not necessarily the same thing as destroy. You're not bringing back those things, but you can definitely use the energy to be able to play your bigger dudes early, which is important. (coughs) Um, she Hulk's another one. I, I, I did forget to talk about this just a little bit. So I'm going to go back real quick. Like she Hulk's another card that because you're going to always, potentially have extra energy. This card just might be good uh, in in a lot more decks than it normally is because you don't have to necessarily take turns off as you're playing along your normal turns. But if you end up cutting enough energy and just, like, having, like, a an undercut turn but keeping the extra energy for a bigger turn with She-Hulk, that's another big thing that you're going to have to look out for in your opponent's doing. Um, oh, we were talking about Dracula. Uh, yeah, so this deck is still very powerful, though, because you're going to be able to get things out now once again this isn't modified for any of the new stuff uh but like a card a card just like playing deadpool in this deck or playing hood in this deck might end up being good enough or maybe even just like a an agent 13 or something like that just to like give you a random card might be end up being good enough because you can easily just get that extra energy to get out Zabu earlier so you can play more of your four drops i mean this deck in particular has five of them so having a Zabu on turn two will enable you to be able to like more fluently play the game uh and kind of get off those combos a little bit faster so like that just might be an ideal situation um and then yeah i think that's it i mean there's a lot of decks in the meta game right now i mean obviously negative surfer also enjoys this very much i think negative surfer would they they would they would have to make a sacrifice at somewhere in the stat stick being moon girl or um crystal but i think like it would be a worthy sacrifice uh because if you're able to play negative on like turn three or turn two can you play it on turn two can't play it on turn two right no nowhere way to play it on turn two other than like other location help um but playing negative on three and then you know play let's say we, we modify this deck a little bit this is not the base deck but we modify this deck a little bit now to have a one drop um and that one, let's just say that one drop is Deadpool. Fine. Uh, we play we play Deadpool on one. We get to plus three power. We play Zabu one two, which then takes away our power, right? Or it doesn't give us power, but it makes our things cost less. So on turn three, we can negative onto Alter, and then we can play Crystal in the mid, assuming Alter is not mid, obviously. Uh, but after you do that, you just get to reset your hand. You get an extra two energy. And you get to draw a fresh fresh set of cards, along with, for the next three turns, drawing your set of cards as well. Um, and you can still play cards like Magic, you know, to elongate the process and things like that. So, I think Negative Surfer is also going to be another good deck. I just think all of these decks that uh, are just good decks, they already have built-in things for Alter without even modifying them. So, like, maybe they just skip their one, but they just have Psylocke on two. Like, whatever, right? Uh, that's still a ton of energy to utilize. Uh, and to play with, so I think it's going to be interesting. I think the, the the location really is powerful, and it's doing a lot of uh, really fun things for the game. There's going to be a lot of really really playable decks. So hopefully we were able to break down all that stuff for you guys well enough. Um, <laughs> and, you know, hopefully you you know you you enjoy playing some of these things, and if you know if you find some stuff that's different, then I can't wait to see it because I I think. I really do think that, uh, oh no, I wanted to bring that up. Um, where are you friend? There you are. I think this card, Alter Death, is just going to be, it's going to be bonkers. (laughs) I, I honestly cannot wait to see some of the screenshots, uh, from players. Some of the, like the videos from content creators, because I just think that, you're gonna be able to do some really unbelievable things and unheard of things with like immeasurable amounts of energy throughout the game, uh, with Deadpool and with the Sabertooth and things like that. Like you're just, it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be pretty silly. It, it's, I'm hoping it's the opposite effect of Lamentus, where Lamentus was just like, man, if I didn't have death in my, in my seven card draw, like I just lose the game. I'm hoping it's not like that. Uh, I'm just hoping it's more of like a, man, I cannot believe my opponent just did that insanely ridiculous thing. Like, I'm okay that I lost to that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it is a little bit restrictive. You know, it's it's effectively saying you need to find a way to put power on this to win the game. Which is not great uh, for a lot of situations. You know, like, not everyone likes Luke's Bar. Not everyone likes Death's Domain and things like that. So, this is kind of one of those things. Nobody likes Sanctum, like... Uh, so you're going to have to find a way to play power onto it eventually, or be able to completely outpower your opponent somehow. Um, but nonetheless, like it's, it is one of those locations that does kind of hamper, uh, certain deck building and things like that. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I do, like I said, I think you're better off for sure playing cards into it that are good rather than playing tech cards around it. Uh, your pers- your win percentage will just be better because you're gonna have a deck that would rather utilize it so like if your opponent doesn't have their tech card or you're able to already do what you have to do, then it doesn't matter like I said if you gave a one drop and then you have electro uh, you know your opponent if your opponent didn't play the one drop if your opponent didn't have a way to play on alter death, whatever they're playing on two isn't gonna stop your electro which means your electro is still gonna go off it's still gonna get destroyed you're still gonna have max energy for turns three, four, five, and six, plus one, plus another two energy to go in five, which means, like, oh, some of those decks are trying to do that. They've already accomplished Alter of Death's, uh, you know, whole goal, uh, is to be ahead for the next X turns. Uh, now, there, like I said, there will be some decks that I think will be the opposite, where they'll leave Alter of Death alone for a couple turns, and then they'll play something big, and then they'll get rid of Alter... Uh, but they might still utilize it after the fact. You know, there, there's, there's all types of ways, but for me, I'm the kind of player that I would rather be playing a deck that's good on it, uh, with it, knowing, once again, that 40% of your games are going to have it. So I think that's kind of the most important note that you can take away uh, from this card. I think it's a very awesome, unique uh, unique location, so we'll have to see how it goes. Um, all right, guys, so in closing, uh, lots of information about Altered Death the final ways to, um, to to complete to compete with the card aren't you know they're not uh, set in stone yet you know I think there's gonna be a lot of time to you know 48 hours is a long time to develop your decks and develop your things uh, but this is like a, a more of a good start feel to those things and just really getting it out ahead of it uh, before 10 p.m tonight I wanted to get this video out today because you're gonna need to make the changes to your decks. Before you start to get blown out by, why did my opponent have ten energy on turn six and play five cards? Like you know, you don't want to be in that situation. So uh, hopefully you you got some good pieces of information out of it. If you did, I would really hope, I would really enjoy if you hit that like button for me. Helps the channel grow. If you're not, please subscribe to the channel. We're getting closer and closer every day to the thousand mark. We're inching up on number eight hundred. I would love to get to a thousand by the end of the month. It would mean so much to me, so much to the channel. Uh, and I was just, mm, I'm pushing for it. Please, if you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Of course, comment your thoughts on the altar of death. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, do you have some sweet plans for it? Any of those things? I want to hear about it in the comments. Of course, we made it all the way in the video. Thank you so very much, and we'll catch you in the next one.